You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is the Good Reverend Jim. Uh, once again, my show is about talking about uh, relationships. And my uh, tool for understanding relationships is uh, with astrology. I uh, usually have my crazy friend here to uh, help me out, but um, she couldn't make it today because, well, she's crazy. <laughs> so instead, I, I found some other uh, person, Alan, who is my uh, technician today. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm yeah. not crazy. Maybe. That's up for the listeners to decide. <laughs> we're all crazy. We're all crazy our own way. <laughs> it's kind of weird because my, uh, my, uh, I was doing a, this, this show with my daughter as a test subject, and uh I mentioned my crazy friend. She goes, Dad, you shouldn't say that on the air. And I was like, well, why? He's like, that's why that's how I introduce her to people. She's my crazy friend. And my friend, she goes, well, yeah, I am. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a bad thing. No, 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 no. And, and that's that's what my whole show is about. It's, it's a, um, uh, there's a quote here from The Art of War that I tried to do in the first show, but I didn't have the quote down. Probably because the whole quote is a big, huge paragraph. But uh, it goes something like this. Uh, if, if you know the enemy and you know yourself, you need not fear the result of 100 battles. If you know yourself, but not the enemy, for every victory gained, you will also suffer a defeat. If you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you will succumb to every battle. So, you know, basically what they're saying is it's really important. And, of course, not a relationship necessarily. Uh, you want to compare it to war. But in a sense, it, you know, it is kind of a little bad a lot of times. Especially, Ellen, have you been married before? I have not. Oh. <laughs> Good luck if you do, but <laughs> but you know, like I said, any kind of relationship, or if you date someone, or even friends, you know, sometimes it, it, it feels like you're in a battle. And every relationship needs work. I, I, I'm actually uh, I'm my second marriage, and uh, my first marriage, I saw a counselor once who said something beautiful. Um, he's like, you know, a relationship is kind of like a garden. Uh, you know, if you get a weed, you have to pull that weed. If you don't pull the weeds and take care of the weeds, then before long, you don't have a garden anymore. And so, you know, this lesson was, you know, relationships all need work. And uh, that's what I tried to focus on with this podcast. And uh, the way that I get to know people is uh, via astrology. And uh, I got into astrology way back in like 1987 and stuff like that, or around 88. And uh, I read plenty of books. But the biggest thing that I do is I study it. And one of the ways I study is sometimes I do like a, one time I did a marriage study where I actually pulled like 500 marriage certificates to see how many people got divorced, who didn't. Uh, just now before the show, um, I was looking up uh, Pat Riley's birthday. Uh, he's an interesting character because uh, one place I look at is uh, with basketball coaches. Um, they kind of fall in lines with astrology. And uh, Pat Riley, his birthday was uh, yesterday, which if he was born yesterday, that would make him an Aries. But he wasn't born yesterday. He was born in 1995. And uh, in that particular day, he's, got actually, he's actually considered a Pisces. And uh, Alan here, she's telling me her birthday. And uh, she just so happens to be on February 19th, and which is the day that Pisces pretty much starts at. And we looked up her year, and she's actually a Pisces. So, that is so interesting because I've had some people tell me I'm an Aquarius. I've gotten sometimes Pisces. So I've never had a... a a full answer, so it's good to have somebody tell me no. Yeah, and, and that's that's the that's the now that's the official thing that you are. And when I get into astrology, you know, that's just my starting point. The next thing I want to do is I want to validate whether you are actually the Pisces or not, because like I have a friend that technically he's actually considered a Capricorn, but when I look at his personality and we look at the relationships, I always treat him as being a Sagittarius. 
because that just seems to reflect who he is. And uh, I, I like to I like to tell people that my show is not just for people that are into astrology. You know, astrology is like that's how I determine the personality, but you can still take these categories and arrive at them some other way you want to. You know, just observing people and saying, ah, this person fits into this particular category. So um, if you're getting into astrology, and uh, Ellen, do you know anything about astrology at all? Or? I know a little bit. I know it all is, well, I might need some <laughs> clarification. Do I kind of have a very vague idea. Do you know who you're compatible with? Uh, I could. No, I actually do not. I'm maybe another water sign. Ah, no, there you go. Okay, I know a little bit. <laughs> I'm just testing her here. Just <laughs> do you know what the water signs are? Well, Aquarius, because the person's pouring the the, the water bearer, yes. and then the Pisces are the two fish. Well, those are the only two I really care about. <laughs> those are the ones that are usually associated with my birthday. Yes. Yeah, so I actually uh, the water signs are the. Uh, it's actually not Aquarius, even though it's a water bearer. Uh, the water signs are technically the Pisces, uh, the Cancer. And the uh, um, the Scorpio, those are the water signs. So by relationship wise, the people in the same element as you, uh, water signs an element. Uh, the people in the same element as you are considered perfectly compatible. So if you're going to have like a best friend or a lover or something like that, uh, you're best off finding a Cancer or a Scorpio. I'd probably avoid the Pisces. You don't want to date yourself. I mean, <laughs> who wants to date themselves? You want something. You want something a little bit. <laughs> you want something a little bit different. So uh, you want some some different things in your life. But um, a lot of people know, like you did, about the water signs. We, we hear about that because it's the thing that uh, uh, you're most compatible with. Uh, the thing that I focus on a lot more is what they call the qualities. And the, the, the qualities, I focus on them because they're a little bit easier to recognize with the personalities. And, and that's kind of what we're going to focus on you know, right now is talk about the qualities. Um. I talked a little bit on my first show about how you can uh, know the the different um, with astro- with astrology. The importance is like knowing patterns. Uh, we talked about uh, if you know the order of the signs, like uh, the order of the signs are uh, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. Um, by the way, don't if you. Don't worry about memorizing these things. Just go to my website, thegoodrivengym.com. And I have a, um, I have a little uh, page there called Astrology 101 where I show a little chart and list all these signs. So don't to, you don't have to worry about writing this stuff down. But essentially every other sign is a masculine sign, which you're somewhat compatible with. So like you start off at Pisces, but two signs from Pisces would be a Taurus. So you're somewhat compatible with, with Taurus. And then two signs from that would be your Cancer. You're somewhat compatible with that. And, and so forth. They're all considered the feminine science. Uh, we already heard about the next one is qualities. Every third sign is the same quality as you. So right now you're a Pisces. So three signs from uh, uh, from right now is Gemini. So a Gemini is what I call secondarily compatible with you. So the current person I am seeing is a Gemini. Oh. So that's good, right? Yes. We get along very well. So maybe because it's in... The stars. And, and you see them right now, right? Yes. So I, my answer is always going to be, yeah, yeah, it's perfect for you. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> well, hey, don't worry Because you don't want to insult people. He's <laughs> like, no, your relationship's horrible. You're going <laughs> to fight and argue and break up and everything's going to be miserable. But no. Yes, yeah, so a Gemini is actually, uh, you're, you're compatible to a degree there. 
And then every fourth sign is the same element, which we talked about before. Four signs from Pisces is uh, Cancer. Four signs from that is Scorpio. So it, it follows a, a, a little pattern. So that's how you can kind of tell who you're compatible with to a degree. But let's look into the personalities a little bit more. Um, with the, uh, uh, the, the quality signs, the quality signs, the categories anyways, are cardinal, fixed, immutable. There's three of them, which I absolutely hate those names because, I don't know, they just don't mean too much. And it's hard to remember what they are. It took me a long time to remember, remember what they are. But it's cardinal, fixed, immutable. Those are the different qualities. And your, your, your cardinal signs are the, uh, uh, the Aries, the Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, where your fixed signs are the Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. And the mutable signs are the uh, Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. Okay, doesn't mean much to you, right? <laughs> Went right over your head, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, the thing that I want you to focus on, though, is astrology kind of follows the seasons. Like uh, today is like March 21st. Yesterday was the first day of spring. And it just so happens yesterday was the first day of Aries. So people from now until like, uh, uh, was it April 20-something or another, are going to be considered Aries. They're what I call instead of cardinal signs, I call them beginners because they are right at the beginning of the season. They're right at the beginning of spring. Uh, spring goes for like 90 days. So after the first 30 days, you have Taurus, which is kind of like the middle of spring. So I call them the middle signs. And the last people, the Gemini, would be considered the end of spring. Does that make sense? So if we look at like Pisces, we're both Pisces. Uh, we're just finished up winter. We are at the end of winter. We're in the last 30 days of winter. Whereas someone like a, a Capricorn, they're at the beginning of winter. And then the people in the middle are, you know, the Aquarius, which are in the middle of winter. So when you look at the personalities, um, you find out that uh, the people that are the cardinal signs or what I call the beginners, they tend to be a lot of fun. If you're going to throw a party, they're the ones that you want at your party. And the reason is because they're fun. People just like them. A lot of times they're outgoing. They're not always outgoing, but most of the time they're outgoing. It's almost like they're the uh, attention horse. They're like, pay attention to me. And if you're having a party, you know, they're the entertainment. They're the ones that people come to see. Um, those are the beginners. If you think about it, it's like spring's coming right now, right? But right now people are going to start getting a little bit more exciting or excited. We're here in Michigan, right? We just had this horrible winter. And right now, the weather's finally beginning to clear up a little bit. And people are getting a little bit exciting, you know, excited. And pretty soon, the flowers going to be popping up, and it's a really exciting time. But the beginning is always exciting. And so are those people. If that's when your birthday is, around a time when everyone's all excited, you're probably going to be an exciting person. Um, what do you think of your birthday, the weather? Uh, well, by the time winter, you know, it's very late in the winter, we're ready to get it done with. And spring is right around the corner. People are looking forward to getting outside again. So I'm not a fan of winter weather, especially around my birthday. Yeah, your, your, your birthday is pretty much like mine. Mine's March 7th. And I remember most of my birthdays, a little bit of snow on the ground, some slush maybe. You know, it's usually a cloudy sky. You know, it's just... Nothing good. That's, yeah. my, that's my birthday. You know, that's your birthday too. And it's like, that's the most special day of your life. It's your birthday or a special day of the year. And 
imagine if your every day is like that. Your special day is like kind of a downer day. Well, you find out that most of the people towards the end of the season, they tend to be almost kind of downer, downer type well, people. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit I have my moments, so. Yeah, they, uh, they just, for whatever reason, they just tend to, don't have the, the, the charm and the charisma that the people at the beginning of the season have, which is not bad. You know, that's just, you know, that's just what it is. But, you know, they, they tend not to have that, that, that kind of charisma because everyone's like, oh, come on, let's get down with this thing already. And what, what happens is every sign has pros and cons to it. And whereas the people who were at the beginning were all like, hey, we all want to be the fun person. Yeah, I want to be the fun person. It's not me, but that's what I want to be. So I was like, well, what's the bad thing about that? Well, the, the people at the beginning tend to be what I call fun and dumb. Yeah, they're, they're like, they're really fun, but they're not really deep thinkers. They're not very analytical and stuff like that. It's like if you have a tech support issue, they're probably not the person you necessarily want to have fix your problem. You know, they can probably do it, but you want the person at the end of the season. Those people are the people that think about things. They think and they think and they think and they think. And probably because they think so much, that's probably why they're like, oh man, this sucks. <laughs> but but the thing is, like like me and things like, well, why doesn't anyone like me? <laughs> why are they so social over there but no one likes me why do I walk around the frown so I think about it so I study astrology but I know a lot about astrology you know I know a lot about personalities and uh, there's other things that I do the same kind of thing with when I find something I don't want to be stupid you know, I want to be the smart person so I study and I study and I study and you know a lot of times when you got the geeks you know the geeks don't have that shiny personality that you know like a salesperson might have hmm Next, I need, I need one of these days to find the astrology of uh, the Dave and Bob. Oh, yeah, the two owners of the studio? Yeah, the two owners yeah. of the studio, they have a show where, where they call one the geek and one the salesman. Yep, they're IT and the D, yeah. Yeah, IT and the D. Uh, they, the one's called the geek and one's called the salesman. Well, I would expect, you know, if, if the astrology fell in line, the, you know, the salesman would be someone that'd be at the beginning of the season because he represents the beginning of the cycle, whereas the geek is, you know, like the Pisces or something like that. So. Hey, I'm a Pisces. Call well, me a geek. I'm a Pisces too. <laughs> so you know, I'm, I'm calling myself a, a geek. And you know what? Um, you know, one of the things like I was talking about the art of war thing there is like about knowing yourself. And one of the things that astrology taught me was to you know embrace who you are. You know, like my friend, my crazy friend. She's like, yeah, I'm crazy. And and I, you know, she's crazy. I know she's crazy. And I love her because she's so crazy. You know, she's the one I have fun with. She must be the beginning of the month. She is. Okay. Season. Oh. Season. Not month, but season. 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 Yes, season. Yep. She she is the beginning of the season. And um, actually, you can see this. We do a little game or one of my many uh, tests that I do is by pictures. Uh, what I would do is I would you know, come up with a celebrity, usually a female because I like girls. But uh, what I do is I Google their name, the celebrity, and you go to images. And you look at all their pictures. And what you find out is the people that were born at the beginning of the season, the beginners, um, they tend to smile. In most oh. of their pictures, they have a smile. Even when they're not really happy, it's like their their lips turn up a little bit. And when they smile, it's like a beautiful and a natural smile. And then you got the people at the end, they don't. You know, Their smiles are like kind of forced it, it, if, yeah. if, if they smile. But a lot of times it's just not, you know, they're... Like me, I have a natural way when I walk around. Is I don't, I don't walk around with a natural smile. But my friend, like my crazy friend, 
she always has a smile on her face. And I have other friends too that, you know, they're in that category. They just always have a smile on their face of some kind. And it's really weird. Like it's, it's a very admirable trait about that. Now, what about the mid-season? Is there anything distinctive? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so this one's kind of a tough one to talk about because it's really insulting. Uh, because, well, so, so they're in the middle, right? And the, the good thing about the middle is uh, they're a little bit of both. You know, they're a little bit social, but not, you know, out of this world crazy social. Uh, they're a little bit analytical, but not, you know, super analytical. Um, so it's like they have, you know, to me, it's like they have the world at their fingertips. You know, they're a little bit of both. They actually make really good managers. Because if you're going to manage someone, you know, you want someone that can relate to both the salespeople and the geeks and kind of bring them together to form this, you know, beautiful product and stuff like that. So that's all the good things about them. Um, if, if you have a company, you can only hire one person. I would hire the person that's in the middle category. Uh, th- those people, by the way, are the middles are the Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. Technically, they're called the fixed signs. Um, like I said, those people make great managers, but you can put them into pretty much any role and uh, they'd be fine. What's the bad part about them? Um, bitches. Hmm. They're the bitches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're the ones that are, uh, you know that term rusting bitch face? Yes. So if you look at, uh, if you ever Google Jennifer Aniston and look at her pictures, uh, you're going to do it? <laughs> I could do that. Yeah, do, do it. Go ahead do it. All right, looking her up. Well, she's smiling, but... Oh, yeah, but if you look at every one of her pictures, just think, you know, F you. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, look at her pictures. She has like a, a kind of a smile on her face, but it's like, really? Yeah. Do, did you really say that? You know, is, is that is it kind of like that bitch looked her. And what is her sign? She is, I believe she's an Aquarius. Okay. Well, I can Google that as well. Let's yeah. see. Let's see. She's born February 11th. That's an Aquarius. Okay. Yep. Look at that. Uh, try Googling uh, uh, Angeline Jolene. Okay. Very pretty girl. Both of them are very pretty. So I was like, it's not like I'm, you know. But I know she doesn't always have a big smile on her face. Sometimes it's a little more, little more of a relaxed face. Yeah. Now, what's her birthday? She's an and And I can't always... Uh, I think she's a uh, Gemini. Fourth, okay. Gemini or Sagittarius? I know Brad Pitt's one, and she's the other one. Brad Pitt was married to Brad Pitt's probably Sagittarius because he's. Mm. I think was he married to Angelina Jolie? He was. I know, not well, I think they're married now. Maybe. No, he's married to Jennifer Aniston. Maybe I don't. Wow, I gotta catch up on my. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So when I went to go type in his name, Brad Pitt Zodiac popped up. Yeah, th- so. I think he might be. A, uh, I think he's a Sagittarius. I think Angelina Jolene is the uh, uh, the, the Gemini. Yes, I believe you're correct. But they're both at the end of the season. Oh, okay. But see, how, see, how she never pretty much smiles. I mean, there's very few pictures where she smiles, and it doesn't really look like a great hmm. bubbly smile. No. Well, yeah, but I've I've got that as well. <laughs> Yeah. I couldn't tell you why. I just, that's just how I look. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, I mean, Angeline Jolene, she rocks it. <laughs> I mean, there's more of a serious look. There's yeah. a lot of people that are not going to kick her out of bed. 
Uh, try another one. Uh, try uh, 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 Juliana Hugh. Okay. The Dancing with the Stars girl. Yes. Turned country singer, turned do you know actress. She, do you know she's in Harry Potter? No. Her and her brother. I did not know. What do they, what do they play? I think they played Hufflepuff people. It's like, who pays attention to them? Hufflepuff. <laughs> well, that could, that's its own, not quite ast- uh, astrology in its own, but what Harry Potter house are you? Yeah. And me, I, you know, as I mentioned earlier, born in 1995. So I grew up during that Harry Potter craze. So that was, even if you didn't like Harry Potter, oh. everyone knew what those signs were and everyone kind of had an idea of oh. you're in this house, you're in this one. So and my daughter's okay. almost exactly your age. My daughter turns, uh, uh, what are you, 24? Correct. Yes. Uh, my daughter turns twenty four the twenty fifth of this month. Oh, well, happy birthday! Yeah. So we know Harry Potter very well. Yes. <laughs> you also probably grew up with that, taking her to see all the movies. Like oh, yeah. My dad did. Oh, he yeah. got sucked into them, though. He enjoyed them. So <laughs> you know, we read the books. At, actually, my wife wrote, read the books to us before we sat on the couch. Uh, every book, and then when the movie came out, we got the books on tape and listened to it in the car, and then we watched the movies together. So when the new books came out, we reread the books. <laughs> Do you have an idea of what? Harry Potter house you think you would be? Not to deviate too far from the topic, but it's kind of similar. Well, Gryffindor, of course. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, don't, I don't know the astrology aspect of it. Actually, astrology-wise, yeah, I never thought about that one. I would think Slytherin would be the middle people. <laughs> I, I, I got I to gotta restudy my Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't know. But, but the main thing is, what, we, we can see from, what, like, did you bring up Julian, Hugh? Yes. Do you see how she likes so bubbly and smiling off her yeah. pictures. She's a beginner. Okay. Well. So one of my one of my crazy. <laughs> one, one of my many studies that I do, uh, especially my friend, is uh, we look at people and uh, we try guessing what category they are, like beginner, middle, end. And uh, a lot of times we do it by just sometimes I do it by picture. We just Google something, look at the pictures, and then look up their birthdays. Or uh, sometimes we'd be at the bar. We look at a bartender or something like that, and uh, just see the way they look. And you can tell by the way people look and the way they carry themselves. Like I said, if they have that rusting bitch face type thing or that really serious type, you know, um, kind of like aggressive type look to them, uh, a lot of times they're in the middle. If they always seem like they are like smiling and have a bubbly like way about them, they tend to be at the beginning. And the people that kind of like wear a frown, you know, they, they tend to be at the end. Hmm. And uh, what I do is I, because uh, I study this stuff, what I do is I, I make a guess and then I find out what they are and then I actually record it. So I started at zero points, and right now I'm like 120 points after, uh, you know, boy, like 120 guesses. So it's like a lot of that is just by looking at people. So this is the kind of stuff like, um, like I said, I can use astrology, like your birthday, your Pisces, right? But it's Correct. like, well, maybe you're not. Maybe you're actually more of that, you know, the bitch. You know? hey. <laughs> but uh, so maybe I want to do that. So what I would do with you is just kind of like see how you carry yourself. And, and see what category you fall into, see what kind of uh, people you pay attention to, like who your friends are. You're dating a Gemini right now, right? Yes. So that doesn't really help me out very much at all. Oh. Because uh, Gemini, he's in, if you're a Pisces, he's in the same quality as you, which is compatible. Um, if, if you were an Aquarius, an Aquarius and Gemini, he'd be perfect for you. Hmm. So like I said, he's a good choice for you. Okay. So. Good to know. But you still need to, you know, like well, like I said, yeah, like can't the, just all rely on the stars. Like the garden, gotta... <laughs> like the garden. You have to, you know, you have to realize who you are, realize who he is, and then, um, you know, try to work with it and stuff like that. So, 
there's a um there, there's a lot of ways that you can look at this like I, said, I love the quality categories because those personalities are so distinct and I, I can pick up these people we, when we talk about water science and and the earth science you know the different elements those are not so easy to identify who's who but you can usually find who the outgoing person is at a party you know you can find out who the who the analocal person is at the party uh, aside from like walking around with a frown you know, we don't always walk around with a frown you know so we actually you know can be happy people too <laughs> But you know, one thing that you you know is like a like my wife. She's a Sagittarius, which is also an N category, and um, and she's always like, "Jimmy, I'm not a geek. I'm not a geek. Don't call me a geek. I'm a cool girl." <laughs> but uh, what you do is you find out these little nuances. For for example, if I go to a random place where we don't know anyone, she's going to be a little bit more prone to be quiet, you know, unless she just finds someone that that just clicks with her, you know. But but. It's like she's not the person that's going to bounce around the party and say, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? You know, she's going to wait for just that right person to hit her. And then she, you know, turn into the cool chick or whatever it is. But she doesn't go out and seek all these different people. Uh, the people at the end tend to be people that are, um, once they get to know someone, they open up and then they become more talkative and more, you know, engaging, smile a lot more, all that kind of stuff. But they need help being introduced to the different people. And that's where I have some of my my... My my friends that are like my friend Ronnie, um, my crazy friend. Um, every time I go with her, uh, she has this uncanny abil- uncanny ability to just strike up a conversation with anyone, you know, bartender or a random person on the street or something. She just start talking, and then we have such good chemistry with each other that it quickly becomes like I bounce off her comments, she bounces off my comments, and we get this third person that's just like, this is fun. So it's like a, a nice little tornado. <laughs> um. But uh, like I said, it's, it's very interesting. It, it, it comes in handy when it comes to the business. When you start doing business, if you're going to hire someone for a job, let's say if I want to hire a salesperson, you know, guess who I don't want to hire? <laughs> the end of the month, you were saying. Yeah, the end of the season. End of the season. Season. Yes. Yep. Maybe by the end of the show, I'll get that yeah. figured out. <laughs> yeah, at, at the end of the season. But yeah, exactly. You, you don't necessarily want that person. It doesn't mean that prices cannot do it. Uh, I've done sales before. I can't do it. I I don't got the type for it. Oh, yeah. I've tried it. Nope, not for me. Yeah, no. you, usually, like I said, the, the, you want the salespeople. My brothers have a company where they sell engineering software. And uh, it's kind of funny because when you sell engineering software, you have usually two people. You have the salesman and you have the geek. You know, the salesman is really good at the people skills. And you say, hey, how are you doing? And does all that kind of keep in contact type of stuff. But he doesn't know the software. And that's why you bring along the geek. And so as a team, they work very well. Well, when I was getting to astrology, uh, I was looking at the people that were the salespeople for my brother's company. Well, it turned out pretty much all of them were in this, the sales category, you know, the, what I call the beginning of the month. I mean, <laughs> look, at you got me doing now too. <laughs> the beginning of the season. <laughs> they're, they're the ones at the beginning of the season. Um, and all the technical support people, yeah, they're at the end of the season. We had one guy where my, uh, my brother went to hire this guy and uh, he is very well presented, dressed very nicely, had an outgoing personality. You say, wow, this would be a good salesperson. And I, I looked at his astrology, and he's a Virgo, which is an end. And um, I was like, I don't know. You might want to put him in tech support. Well, it turns out that uh, they put him in sales. He hated it. He almost quit the company. And then they switched him over to tech support. Oh, my God, what a gold mine. This guy, was like, he won like competitions for like how – good he is at the software. I mean, he is just like a super, super, super smart person. And he just, 
fell right in line with the uh, you know his astrology, if you will. Got to find what you're good at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's this kind of thing. What, what when you if you know what you are. You know, if you embrace the fact that, okay, fine, I'm not that outgoing person. I don't walk around with a smile. But you know what? I'm really freaking smart. You know, it's like, hire me for your tech support. That's where you want me at. You know, or if, if you're trying to figure out what kind of career to go for, don't get the sales job. You know, go for the, the, the tech support, technical job. <laughs> Be the technician like you're doing right now. <laughs> what's your What's your title? Uh, I guess producer or sound engineer. I prefer podcast producer. Sound engineer is a little more... Uh, that's used for if you see someone like at a concert and they're working the front of the house booth and they're doing all the live mixing and a little bit more stressful than what I do. <laughs> and I see them in action. And I thought, I don't know if I've heard that title yet. So producer's good. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's a, um, there's a lot of times, like I said, with these, uh, with these categories, like so if you can, is it make does it make sense those those three basic categories? Can you see like the types of it people? Does make sense. Do you have little like images in your mind? Like, yeah, I know that person. Yeah, I kind of. I have actually. a friend that does that, and I know that person over there, and I know that person there. You were we're talking about the water science before. Uh, those are the ones you're most compatible with. Well, in the water sign, uh, we have the uh, the Cancers, the Scorpio, and the Pisces. Okay, th- those are the the three water signs. Well. For every element, one is the beginner category. The other one is the middle category. And the other one is the end category. So and it, I, I'm saying beginning, middle, and end. You know, those aren't the technical terms, but it's very easy to remember. You know, technical terms are cardinal for beginning, fixed for middle, mutable for end. The, the, that's the technical ones. But I'm going to stick with beginning, middle, and end just because it's easy to remember. But... um. But if you look, when you look at the perfect compatibility in uh, water science, the Cancer is the beginning; they're the outgoing person. The Pisces, they're the the the, the geek, you know, they're the more introverted type person. And the 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 Scorpio, they're the fixed sign; they're the you know, they're the bitch. You know, they're the ones that you know get things done basically. And if you think about what it would take to have like a good business. If you're doing a sales call, well, we want that salesperson, but we need also need that geek there to you know complement what the salesperson lacks. They have the personality, but they don't have the analytical type of skills. And then, of course, you need the person in the middle, you know, the bitch that says, "Okay, it's time to close the deal." That's what they're good at, you know. Or, oh, we need to talk to our manager here. The manager comes in, and they're the ones that have the authority that people respect and admire and like. So. That's why they're a perfect match because they have something in common. Those Pisces tend to be very, uh, uh, tend to be very like family oriented, very nurturing type people. You know, that's what all the water signs tend to have. So we have something in common. When we look at relationships, having things in common is really good. But the better thing is, it's good to have some differences. In our case, the differences complement each other. Whereas you have uh, a shy, awkward type person. Well. If you pair them up with a social person as a team, they make a great pair. My friend, uh, my best friend, Ronnie, who is my, my crazy friend, we did sales together and it was beautiful. I mean, we go on a sales call and I remember, <laughs> I remember one where we're around Grand Rapids and we're out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's like farm fields all over the place. And she had this list of customers that we we're going to try to contact. And we saw this house with a pole barn in front of it. And that was one of our contacts that we're supposed to try 
calling. And I was like, oh, should we call first maybe? Because it's kind of rude for us to go up to this door here. You know, they may have a shotgun or something like that and shoot us. But we're in the middle of nowhere. And she's like, ah, let's just go up there. Let's just do this. You know, it's like total crazy. It's like, okay, let's do this. And I'm as nervous as can be. And we go up to the door of the pole barn and uh, she knocks on the door and there's like four or five people in there. And they're giving us these really weird looks at us. And uh, this is a, a shop. This is a plastic type shop. And they're looking at us like, who are these people? And she just starts talking to them. I'm just looking around like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And eventually she uh, breaks them down. They start talking. And then they start talking technical. And that's when I chimed in. And then like, like you know, you guys are really cool. It's like, hey, how about you quote this job for us? But we we did that for so many jobs where she barged through, she break the ice, introduced them to this awkward geek that knows the stuff. And then as a team, they loved us and they gave us a ton of business. Hey, it's a good team. Yeah, it yeah. works out. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of other places where, um, where in like careers and stuff like that, where you see the way things stand out. I mentioned uh, Pat Riley. Uh, Pat Riley is one place where uh, he falls into the end category uh, and the very analytical type category. And one place where the analytical people shine at is coaching small teams, whether it's a hockey team or a, a, a basketball team. Those are the best ones. If you look at who won the most championships, what category, in hockey and in basketball, uh, it's the people at the end. They're the coaches. So Pat Riley, he's one of the – do you know who Pat Riley is? I don't think I know. Oh, boy. Mm. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> this, by the way, I just turned 50. So, so it's like this is one of those moments where you're like, oh, boy, I'm old. Well, I have those <laughs> moments too when I see celebrities of today that I don't know and I'm like – Oh, <laughs> do you know Phil Jackson? I can look him up. Mm. How about um? Sorry, I'm drinking water. Well, it's not only just an age thing, but it's definitely a sports thing. I don't no. necessarily keep up with the sports history. Oh, Pat Riley was a he was a, a Lakers coach back in the day, and he's one of the greatest coaches in basketball. But he's a Pisces, and he's at the end of the category. Uh, Phil Jackson was another great coach. Uh, Phil Jackson, uh, he was a coach for, um, um, Michael Jordan. Okay. Got that one, right? So Michael Jordan was coached by his Phil Jackson. He's not smiling in any pictures. Who? This coach Jackson. He's not smiling. Oh, uh, the, <laughs> they have, uh, horrible personalities when they interview. Another great one was, uh, we had one, uh, 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 Larry Brown. Larry Brown was uh, the coach when the Pistons last went to the championship and won. Now I used to love listening to his interviews because um one thing these because uh, he Larry Brown was also at the end of the season and what is what geeks tend to do is we're almost like kind of downers we're always looking at we're being super critical we're always analyzing things and we're just like well we got messed up here if you listen to a, a interview with Larry Brown. He's like, well, yeah, well, we could have done this better and this, and they messed us up a little bit. He just has this really boring, boring, boring voice. And his whole interview is just all this technical stuff that, you know, it's not like a light and fluffy, like, yeah, we rocked it, man. It's just like, wow, man, you're such a downer. But I, I think the way, reason why they do so well as coaches is because they're very good at analyzing things. And we got like a small team like that, it's something that one person can do. So it's not like a big, huge, large company where it uh, managed people on top of people. 
you know, you, you're almost like a little mini dictator. So you can see the problem and you have control enough to say, you guys do this and they have to listen to you. You don't have to do the sales type pitch to them. You know, they kind of have to listen to you. And I think that's why they do very well. But if you look at coaches like uh, another one, like Scotty Bowman, you know him? That name I do know. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Uh, Scotty. Scotty. <laughs> ding. <laughs> if we have a bell around here, don't we? <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Scotty Bowman, who was a, a fantastic uh, Red Wings coach. Um, he took him to a few championships. And uh, he actually took a bunch of other teams to championships, too. Once again, he's one of these, these, these uh, what I call geek signs or the signs at the end of the season. Very analytical person. If you listen to his interviews, very boring. You know, it's all like technical stuff. Uh, we had uh, on the baseball side, we had Jim Leland. Yeah, I know him. Jim I Le- grew up with him, yeah. You ever, 2006 Tigers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You ever, you ever listen to him talk in his interviews? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they have no person, you know, the personality is kind of lack a little bit, but they're very, very, very analytical. Well, he was the one who had that infamous, uh, what do you know about the Tigers? Nothing. <laughs> you know, yeah, that infamous interview when they first hired him. Oh, really? Do you remember that? He was just kind of <laughs> no. joking around, but everyone was taking him seriously. He was going, what do you know about the the American League? Nothing. <laughs> I think they say. Nothing. <laughs> there's a saying out there that uh, the the more you know, the more you know you don't know. So you find out a lot of these analytical people, um, what I call the geeks or the end of the season type people, They uh, their confidence level is very low. And I think that's probably the reason why they study things so much. They they have like a low self-esteem almost. And so they always doubt themselves. And that's why they don't make good salespeople because, you know, if you're going to buy something from someone, it's like, hey, how's this product? Well, you know, it's pretty good here, but there's a little flaw over here. And if they fix that, it'd be good. You, know, you want to hear that from a salesperson. You want to hear, yeah, it's good. It's the best thing in the world. This thing's going to rock you. You know, but the, the analytical people, they know all the flaws and a lot of times they tend to be honest people. They just can't hide it. And that's where, that's where you get some little battles between uh, the different categories. And which kind of brings up like one of the topics, like you know, one thing is knowing the strengths of the other person, but the other thing is knowing the weaknesses too. And then as a t- also knowing your own weaknesses and strengths and trying to work as a team. So I used to have a, a I worked with a salesperson that was also cancer, that uh, she was the outgoing person. Um, but we used to do bad all the time. This is when I was like uh, first doing sales, is my introduction to sales basically. But I was a technical person that had to show the software. I love the software that we sold. I mean, it's a fantastic software. It's called SolidWorks Engineering Software. But fantastic software. I loved it. Um, but we do a sales call. We go through the demo, stuff like that. And at one point, someone would say, well, can't do this. And I'd be like, well, no, we have a little flaw with that. We can't do that. And I would point out the flaws with our software. And she'd be like, shut up. <laughs> it's like, don't tell people the flaws. I was like, well, yeah, but it's there. And I think, well, if, I tell, if I'm honest with them, if I tell them the, the right things, the true things, then they'll buy the software. And you find out, no, no, that doesn't work. You don't want to point out your flaws in software. You, know, you want to say, hey, everything's great. And that's what the people at the beginning do. They do a nice job of being very confident uh, and they make it so that everything sounds like it's, it's great. Another place where uh, we're talking about sports, uh, going back to this beginning, middle, and uh, end thing, uh, one thing that also stands out is that the captains of teams, like uh, you know Steve Eisman, 
Yes. <laughs> you better know Steve Eisenman. I know him. <laughs> I know him. <laughs> yeah. Um, Steve Eisenman was like the captains of the Red Wings, and is, is, you know they always called him the captain. But the captains tend to be in that middle category. They're the ones that if you if you think about what you want in the captain, you want someone to say, "Look, you guys, step up." You know, you kind of want that that firm. You know, I always say "bitch" for for a girl, but uh, I need a word for like guys. It has the same kind of connotation as you could still use it for guys. I think <laughs> seems like that should be something worse though, because everyone jumps to I don't know, but whatever it is, they uh, they they have that. Uh, the captain's that captain personality. The person you want to be a captain is someone that's really driven. The people in that middle category, because they have so much going for them, they tend to be very organized and very driven people. And one of those shortcomings to them is not only do they have high standards for themselves, which is good, but they have high standards for other people too. And they tend to like push away friends. Like if you don't meet their expectations, boom, you're out the door. They, they, they cut you off. I don't click well with those types of people. Well, you get the right one, though. Yeah, good point. Yeah, you know, I, I always say that I have a, a, a bitch fetish. I actually, because I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a nice passive person. You know, I want that strong person. You know, I want that per- person that's going to say, look, Jimmy, I take care of you. I hook you up. You know, I want that almost like that protector type person. Okay. All so right. it, it could be a good thing. Like, there's no good, everyone has a good side and everyone has a bad side. You just have to appreciate it. Like, you know what? That's what they're good at. I want that strong person that's not going to let other people walk on me. Yeah. Now I see what you're saying. That's a good quality to have for sure. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 and with a uh, captain of a sports team, that's where Eisman shined. I mean, he was uh, – he, he drove himself, but he also motivated his team to go there. And a lot of these uh, people, they're also would – they're the ones that would fight with the ref. They say, no, hey, oh. that's a bad call. It's kind of like fighting for you. Yeah, you want your captain. fighting for your team too. Yeah, yeah. so they they have these uh these these good qualities for you. Do you know presents very well? Uh, a little bit. So Not too well. We're kind of on uh, what time are we looking at here? Got a few minutes. So um, we're coming up on the, the, the election seasons begin to start pretty soon, and this is a field day for me. And what you find out is most presidents fall into one particular category. And if you think about what it takes to become a president, do you think the geek ones usually? Maybe. Uh, no, no, no one likes I'll them. Kidding, yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're yeah, shy. unfortunately, yeah. 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 Th- then you got the uh, uh, you got the people at the beginning, you know, the fun people, the, the fun and dumb people, which of course is a popularity contest. Right? Yes, it is. Yeah. So, but then people are like, "Well, that person's like not quite that serious." And of course, to get elected, you have to be a little bit on the, the dirty side. You know, have to be a little bit aggressive. Um, and then you get the middle category. The middle category, most presidents are in that middle category, the fixed signs. Okay, I can see that. So most most presidents, by the way, if you're trying to root for your party, the, the, the person you want to run for like a governor or a president is a Taurus, a Leo, Scorpio, or an Aquarius. Oh, the, those wow. Those are, if you look at uh, the most presidents are in that category. And not only are the most ones there, if you did a list of like the who's who's of the greatest presidents out there, um, they fall very clearly into that middle category. To keep that in mind in 2020. Yeah, if you think about like a, like if you if you talk about like a, a like like the great presidents recently, that always pop in mind. If you talk to a Republican, you know who they always say like uh, Ronald Reagan. You know he he's, he was always like their their hero. Uh, if you talk about like Democrats, 
you know, their, their, their heroes, you know, Obama or, or Clinton. Okay. Um, those are the ones that pop up. They're in that middle category. Uh, George Bush Jr., the, the young one, uh, right before Obama. Do you know much about him at all? Well, he was uh, president when I was quite young, so I don't remember too much. <laughs> but. So the way that they always described uh, uh, President Bush was um, he's the guy they want to have a be- that you want to have a beer with. When we started having these elections, people were like, yeah, I just don't quite like that person. Those are usually the analytical type people. When uh, Mitt Romney was running against uh, Obama, you know, Mitt Romney, I think he's a Pisces. He's a Pisces, but people was like, yeah, I like what he's saying, but he's just, I don't know, I just don't like him. You know, he's it's just Pisces. You know, it's just, we don't have that wave of people that someone like an Obama might have. Um, but if you look at like George Bush, George Bush were like, yeah. I want him because he's the kind of guy I want to have a beer with. You know, he just seems like a fun guy. He smiles a lot. You know, he's, he's a very personal type person. So he was at the beginning of the thing. And if you uh, think about like uh, the presidency, his presidency is kind of interesting because uh, a lot of people say that Dick Cheney, his vice president, was the one that actually ran the White House. Well, guess what category he was in? He was in that middle category. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he was he was at the SOB that was like, Okay, we're going to get stuff done. <laughs> you know, we're going to do it this way, we're going to do it this way, we're going to do it this way. So he has that little, you know, get things done type stuff. You know, the more you mention this, the more my sister's a Gemini, so she would be in that category. And I realize uh, when it comes to planning family events. Well, Gemini's are analytical. They're, oh, she's not in the, no. that's not the beginning. Or, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Maybe. I don't know. Tiny bit of qualities, though. The, the, there's the, uh, because she, when it comes to planning family events, she's always the one. My mom can't plan anything. She's like, well, maybe we'll meet at this time, maybe. And then it takes forever. And she goes, nope, we're meeting at this time, at this place. Oh, yeah? <laughs> no one in our family has that quality to be able to say, hey, we got to do it at this time. And we're going to do it. At- I don't know. And I, I'm looking at all of our signs and we're all towards the beginning of the end. So, But where are the signs? How many, how many in your family? Well, my sister would be a Gemini. My mom and brother are Cancer. Beginners. My dad is, he was born December 28th. Capricorn. Capricorn. Beginner. Okay. See, no one in our family, <laughs> none of us have like the, the mid-season. Yeah. The, the Nobody can make a decision <laughs> or can say, <laughs> can properly plan anything. See, I come from a... Um... I come from a very large family. I'm, I'm, I'm one of eleven, and, and we we got we got a lot of different characters in our family, <laughs> and, and we do a battle here and there. But uh, we're talking about presidents, so um, we talk about the presidents a lot of times. Uh, you know, people talk about Obama. They talk about we're well, not talking about Trump, but we're going to leave him out. Uh, but they talk about Obama. They talk about Clinton. They talk about Reagan. You know, those are the ones that they always gravitate towards, right? And those are in, in that that middle category. Uh, Bush, people like, uh, you know, a lot of people would say, eh, wasn't necessarily a great president. But there's Bush dad, Bush Sr. Uh, he's not Bush Sr. It's actually something different, but let's just say Bush Sr. Uh, no one talks about him. You know, he only got elected to one term, and this is a guy that went to the Persian Gulf War. He got he finished the war within like a week, you know. You think that kind of president that takes your country to war and wins, and wins really quickly, you think that guy would be like reelected and be talked about? He'd be the hero, you know. The 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 USSR actually 
fell or the the wall actually the USSR broke up under him. It's like why isn't he mentioned? He should be the great one. Uh, well, he's a Gemini. You know, he's at the end. He just doesn't have that that charisma that that just makes him come out as being great, which is I think kind of a shame. You know, because he's a uh, you know I thought he, I thought he got robbed myself. And I'm not a Republican, <laughs> but um, yeah. So th- those are some of the things that you can, like I said, look for when you, uh, um, like I said, if you focus on the qualities and that beginning, middle, and end quality, you know, just start observing people, find out what the categories are, and just observe it, and it's going to stand out. Now, you're uh, uh, you're Pisces, and your 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 boyfriend's a, a Gemini. Yes. Say. So I, I mentioned that. Uh, you know, with the water signs, you complement each other pretty nicely, right? You have a lot of things in common, but your differences complement each other. I had a, uh, an issue when I was in college. Um, I had a friend that I absolutely loved. Uh, her name was Daisy, but um, uh, absolutely loved her. Uh, we were like, we were both in engineering. We both like playing volleyball. We both like going to nightclubs. I and mean, we both came from large families. I mean, she was, you know, Absolutely loved her. Never dated her. You know, and part of the reason why is because uh, she always never wanted to have kids. So here we had all these things in common, but we had differences. And her difference was she never wanted kids, where I always wanted kids. You know, being like a water sign, you know, we tend to want to be more family-oriented if we tend to want kids. Uh, she was a Sagittarius. And it, it seems to me like a lot of Sagittarius don't necessarily look forward to like the, 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 the family type stuff. And she kind of fell into that little category. So I was like, well, we can't really date ever. And I remember going to a restaurant with her once in uh, this place called the Orion House up in Lake Orion. And it was one of my favorite restaurants at the time. And I went there with her and and uh, I liked it. I was having a great time there. And she's like, something feels weird here. I was like, what? She goes, I know. Look around. Every table has mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, and the kids here. It's like, this is totally you, Jimmy. This is all family. It's like, this is not me. Like, I like my independence. I want to be able to travel when I get older and stuff like that. So, um, so we end up, uh, I end up getting married to someone else, uh, Pisces. That's why I say don't, you know, marry someone the same, don't, don't get involved with someone the same sign as you. <laughs> but, uh, we got married, had my two kids, got divorced. And then, uh, after I got divorced, I was like, you know what? That Daisy girl, she would be perfect for me right now because I don't want any more kids. You know, I already have my two kids. I have my boy, I have my girl. It's like every other weekend off was kind of cool. I never wanted my kids to doubt my love for them. It's like, she would be perfect. And now my, uh, then I stumbled across my current wife, who's also a Sagittarius. And first night I met her, I was like, so do you want to have kids? And just like my friend Daisy, she's like, no. She goes, I'm, I'm sorry. It's like, don't get me wrong. You know, I love kids. Instant kids be great. But childbirth, ouch, diapers, yuck. And it's like, I got the kids for you. <laughs> and, uh, it worked out beautiful, but the main point is, is like in our category, like you and a Gemini or me and a Gemini, we have a lot of things in common. Like we're geeks, you know, we're, we're analytical type people, you know, to put bluntly, but we're, we're in a geek category. And if you look at like some of these like movies, like the teen movies, you know, they always have all the geeks all hang out with each other and all the cool kids hang out with each other. And then the jocks all hang out with each other. But at one point they all kind of like intermix and say, wait a second, we're actually really good this way too. So, all the geek can all get together and um, uh, uh, geek out and stuff like that. But the problem is you have differences that just don't quite complement each other. Like, you know, 
wanting kids or not wanting kids. If you get past those differences, you have a great relationship. But, you know, you have to realize who the other person is. Uh, Gemini's tend to be very, very independent to me. They just tend to be like, kind of like in their own little world, it seems like. Whereas like uh, uh, Pisces tend to be a little bit more nurturing and stuff like that. My son's not Gemini. But um, you're not, you're not dating my son, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but like I said, that's that's the challenge that you have. That's why I call it the second best category. It could be really good. Uh, imagine if you have like two people there in the middle dating each other. So you got these very two strong-willed people. Who's going to be the boss? You know, they're going to be doing battle all the time about who's running the show. Whereas if if they're, you know, if the middle person's with the end person, we know who's running the show. You know, and the the, the, the Pisces be like, yeah, go ahead. You make the decisions. I'll follow you. That's fine. You know, you, you have those things. If you look at the beginners, if you have two beginners together, beginners like to be the center of attention. Well, the problem is you only got one center. So the one person going to be, you know, being a little bit left out. You know, and you have to understand, it's like, well, voice and we're both are the center of attention. We have to shine our own little hemisphere. Um, my, my, my friend and I, when I go out, you know, she's always center and I love it because I don't like being a center of attention and that's why we can't work. So when you're in the same quality, like I said, you have a lot of things in common. You can make a really good relationship, but there is a little bit more challenges. Uh, one thing that you, you got about five more minutes. We're about to wrap up, right? Oh, uh, one thing that, um, you find out that's kind of like a little bit challenge with uh, someone in the same quality. Like I'm, I'm with a Sagittarius and you're with a, a Gemini. Um, if you bump into like a, a Cancer or a Scorpio, that's where you have this, uh, uh, the chemistry of people, the same element. It's just beautiful. I mean, it just feels comfortable and they play off each other really well. And you don't quite get that with people, the same quality. So it kind of feels like it's like, wait a second, where's that pizzazz at? And, but it's just a little bit different. You know, like I love my wife to death. She's fantastic. But the way I relate with her is very different than I relate with my crazy friend. And they're both beautiful in their own way. And I'll touch on that in future episodes. Thanks for uh, letting me give you a lesson on astrology, Ellen. No, thank you for the lesson. I learned a lot today. <laughs> and, and, and thanks a lot for stepping on. I really appreciate it. Well, it's okay. We'll get the crazy friend back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. I can't get rid of her. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks again. Uh, once again, this is the good Reverend Jim. And uh, if you get a chance, uh, go to my website, thegoodreverendjim.com. You have to put the in there, but it's thegoodreverendjim.com. And that's where I talk about the things I'm not supposed to talk about, like religion and a little bit about politics. And uh, But I have a whole little mini book on astrology. But the main thing is check out the Astrology 101 page to get a nice little summary of what we just talked about. Review it and tune into future episodes.